Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. Like Zoe Mama, I go relentless. What up, Zoe? Relentless. What up, Zoe? You know what it is. You know, someone said you need to be more on time with your your bombs. With my bombs? (laughs) Who said that? There's so much. It's someone I know, eh? I don't know. All I know is. Feedback we received is that whoever I need, is, I need to be better at my bomb timing. You need to be better at your bomb timing. You, you're looking at me like more than one person said this. More than one person said this. <laughs> I don't know if it's more, all I'm saying is that was just feedback received, and I want to let people know that when we receive their feedback, we take it seriously. See what did you just do there? A bomb. <laughs> well, did you generally think that was timed properly? Uh, how about you do the bombs? I'm not doing so. the bombs. It's fine. No, that's you. That's all you. I'm just giving you constructive criticism. You oh, are? Oh, I just spilled your wine. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah I'm giving you constructive. <laughs> exactly. I'm giving you constructive criticism that I received. Well, appreciate the criticism. <laughs> I'll be better at the bombs. I'm not fucking DJ Funkmaster Flex, but, you know, we, 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 do, our, we do our best here at the Relentless Diaries. We do our best. How are you doing, Zoe? Cheers. I'm good. Good I'm to chilling. see you. Happy Tuesday. Well, it'll be Wednesday when this drops, but happy yeah. Tuesday today. Happy Tuesday. Happy Wednesday to the listeners. Exactly. Um, how's your last two weeks been? What'd you get up to? Last two weeks have been uh, a lot, I would say. Um, definitely been reading our TikTok comments. Mm. Definitely been um, watching place. our YouTube and our YouTube comments. Another and, you know, 
I think a part of our job as up and coming successful podcasters is we're always going to ruffle some feathers. You know, we're never going to appeal to everybody. You're not doing and I think anything that's if you're, what, yeah, yeah right? that's what the beauty of podcasting is, right? You're never going to appeal to everybody, but we do have a target audience and those people do fuck with us and agree with us and follow us and all that stuff. But, you know, there's still just people who just don't get it, unfortunately. And I expect that. Mm. But it's really just weird seeing people just comment like such ignorant, crazy things. And before I used to think that like um, like Twitter is bad and yeah, like people yeah. on Twitter had no filter. That's what I'm but if you've ever gone through like TikTok comments, I'll actually talk about a TikTok that I found recently. And I was crying at the comments for like three days straight. Yeah. But TikTok, people on TikTok are fucking mean. Yeah, they, like, obviously, I love you guys for supporting us. Like, people who follow us and, like, big us up and, like, agree with us. Obviously, it's all love. But, like, some people who, like, try to come for me, in my opinion, I'm like, bitch, hold on. You're really not getting whatever I'm saying. And I'm really not going to, like, our following. Before, I used to go back and forth in the comments. But our following just keeps steadily yeah, growing you, you I, it got to the point i can't i can't keep up with it like we get literally new followers every single day by like the hundreds and it's like i can't keep going back and forth with ignorant a lot of the time ignorant black men in our fucking comments Ignor yeah, like yeah, i just yeah, don't yeah. i can't there, there there's a type that's in our comments i think yeah. first before we really divulge into the nastiness that people be doing and spreading in our comment section yeah whenever there is some like you know opposition or someone saying something wild and just clearly you didn't you missed the point here mm -hmm. You know, it, it seems like there's a there's a section of the comments that are like firing back at mm -hmm, these people. It's mm -hmm. almost like we don't need to, you know, it's like yeah. uh, so our supporters, our listeners really appreciate that. But it, you know what? It kind of feels like it's it, funny because like like men will come in the comments, like a specific type of man, not just any man. But, you know, like those ignorant men will come in the comments and girls will be like, you don't listen to what the fuck Zoe said. Mm -hmm. That's not what she said. Are you even <laughs> listening? Comprehension. Don't apologize to these men. You better say all men. I'm like, girl, you better hoop for me. <laughs> just everyone. People who do ride for me in the comments, I see it <laughs> and yes. I appreciate it. <laughs> Because um, I can't do it anymore. And, you know, some people be getting at me in the comments. And it's oh, yeah, just, they call you a pygmy. Yeah, which is, <laughs> you know, it, it, I just want to talk about the role that I have here, right? On the Relentless Diaries, which is hosted by Zoe, and she's, I think even in our description, it says, you know, the thoughts of a, of a black woman. You Relentless know? black woman. Yeah, exactly, right? And that's what the right? fuck I am. And a lot of what we're talking about is, you know, the bullshit that men be doing. And yeah. I'm a man. <laughs> so it's like... It, <laughs> <laughs> you're here to take I'm gonna you're here to take the punches i'm gonna use an extreme example it's like we do a podcast about world war ii right and i'm like a nazi or something <laughs> oh no, jesus it feels like no and in the comment section when we have our, our exchanges and a lot of our videos are cut and there's certain lines and mm -hmm. certain words that get taken out certain spaces and I guess when I cut things where I'm speaking and I ask you questions, you mm -hmm. know, questions that I know the answer to. Right. But we have a podcast and I like what you're saying and I'd like you to continue going further. So right. it's like, why do you feel that way? So continue <laughs> and elaborate. And I guess, you know, when that's cut up a certain way, it can look like I'm genuinely asking a yeah. question. People are like, don't fucking ask her that. Yeah. You should be asking yourself that, black man. And it's like... <laughs> And I'm like, you know, yes, bitch. I know that's right. You know what I mean? Like, I'm on your side. I know it sounded like I wasn't, but even the end where I was like, uh, 
of our last clip that got that went viral or got a bunch of views, and I was like, you know, you must be really insecure in reference to yeah. black men who can't approach. And they thought I was saying it to you. Yeah. Yo, I replied to like three comments <laughs> that are like, yo, why is he saying that to you at the end? That I have to explain like. They delete the comments. Oh, Jesus. So then I got to re-explain it every single yeah, time. Yeah, it's just... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like I said, TikTok is the, a different beast. And then the YouTube comments, there was someone that said, tell Clyde I say hello. Yeah. Hello. It's funny because hey. we'll talk about your update with uh, you announcing your 365 of celibacy. But it's funny because I feel like a lot of women have now looked at it like, oh, he's celibate. No. I... For me, it's kind of like I've oh. gotten like, oh, he's celibate. So you and you're like, oh. fuck all these girls. Mm. I'm like, oh, your hater mm, ass. Interesting. Ooh, I like that. And I'm like, you like, okay, go ahead. I didn't get. I and I feel like I expressed that when we were having the episode too. I was like, I don't think anyone's gonna find this appealing, and I still feel that. Way. I I've heard some women find it appealing. Well, I appreciate that. Apparently, I'm not good with the bombs, but they appreciated my my celibacy story. So, shout out to the Relentless Nation. I appreciate y'all. But um, how did you, what feedback, like personal feedback did you get from you telling the world, not the world, but our listeners, our thousands of listeners that you are, have been celibate for the past 365 days plus? Um, I think I, it's very similar to what I described on the show. Mm. Men are like, yo, go get checked out, bro. Like, oh, wow. Not checked so out. Mean. Like, like mentally. Yeah. Right. Like, it's yeah. Like, yo, you okay, man? Yeah. And then other women find it like respectable, you know? It's yeah. Like, oh, because a lot, I feel like more women have been in that situation mm. where they, um, look, went to celibacy as a means to, you know, yeah. work on themselves. So do you think women are going to want to crack you now? Like, Ooh, let me break it. Let me break his, his I mean, one they've year. been wanting to, but like. Mm, but I feel like more women now might try to come out the trenches and I mean in the two weeks they might take it as a challenge I, I could see that that makes sense mm -hmm. but I, I haven't uh, I would like to see it you know I haven't uh, <laughs> Monique <laughs> but, um, you're stupid I would like to see it no I haven't and it's funny because you know it was an eventful two weeks yeah started with that and I say to the world our thousands of listeners that I haven't had sex for a week and then week uh, Sorry, I'm, I'm uh, year a year. Sorry, Y E A R, days. not seven days, three sixty five. Yeah, um, and I and then the the attention from the video that that was getting views, and then I had a birthday, you know. Oh my god! And then I had a birthday. Why didn't you tell me it was your birthday? I'm supposed to tell you it's my birthday. I got yes! no happy birthday wishes oh from Zoe. My you know, god! No happy birthday wishes. Oh my at all god! Not even a post. Stop! A I didn't know it was your birthday. I know. I know. I'm. I'm Don't I'm, do that. People are gonna think I'm a fucking bitch. I know. I'm being facetious, like Zoe. Like it was the most low. But you've never talked about your like I. I know. I know. You've I'm, never stated your birthday. You've never talked about. Oh, I'm doing something for my birthday this weekend. You've I mean, how you many text times, me all the time. You've how many never. Times have I said it's Scorpio season and that we talk about I'm a Scorpio? Yeah, but on Scorpio. How many days are I in see Scorpio you celebrating season? Other Scorpios out there. How many days are in Scorpio season? How about to know? Okay, like Clyde was born on this day. What the fuck? No, I and. I'm I'm being like kind of oh, playful. Oh, now about I this. feel terrible. We should end the episode here. No, oh my no, cause, <laughs> no, because uh, and this is like a thing with men. We don't celebrate our birthdays and stuff. So I didn't really tell anybody. I got it was like the I was so low key about it that like yeah. the people who normally wish me a happy birthday, I guess, didn't even realize either. Too, you know, bro. But did you, you know even who post did? anything? But you know who did? Who? Shans. <laughs> no. Bianca. And Shans didn't wish me a happy birthday. So who wished you a birthday? Um. The woman attached to the story that I spoke oh, about. Oh, so the woman 
Not the woman. I remember I said about going on a date in between. Not right. Not her. Not that's that's not who. Is this the woman who was at the beginning of your celibacy? Yes. Oh. So you know. She wished you happy birthday. So yeah, like, like my ex wished me a happy birthday, but yeah, as my they should. That's your okay, but so like, stop because <laughs> your podcast host also didn't know what day your fucking birthday was. I personally, I'm joking. You don't need to get this. I because I feel bad. I talk about my birthday all the time. Soon as summer hits, I'm like summer baby, cancer baby, July 6th. That's my birthday. Everybody put in your calendars. I'm doing this, this, and that. I'm gonna be outside. I'm gonna post a birthday pic. I'm gonna post a birthday week pic. I'm gonna post a July pic. I'm gonna post a before. Pic. I do everything for my birthday. Once July 1st hits. It's, my birthday's on the sixth. I go hard for July babies. You I go push hard the for whole birthday. podcast. You <laughs> yes, you never ever 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 mentioned your birthday or what day your birthday was, or if you were doing anything, or you never posted, tweeted. Like no one even wished you happy birthday on Twitter. I know. So like that, I can count on one hand the amount of people that wish. That's really sad. And no, I it's that, not. I'm okay with that. That's I, it's, fine. I guess birth, everyone's aren't different. The biggest like deal for me. I never really go hard for them, and it doesn't like I'm joking with you being like, yo, you don't wish me happy but birthday. I still feel bad because birthdays swear, are a big deal to me. I'm not the person that is like, yo, this person didn't wish what me happy birthday. What day is your birthday? So I'm not wishing them. I'm not that type of. What person. day is your birthday? The 14th. I'm gonna remember that. So <laughs> November 14th. 14th that is your birthday we recorded an episode last year on the on the day i remember and i probably didn't even know it was your fucking birthday yeah no i i'm not big on birthdays though for at least for myself oh my god now i feel terrible no it's don't feel terrible i didn't say it to make you feel terrible it's not how i wanted to say no oh, this is nonsense people are gonna be like what the fuck do these two even talk? We actually do talk all we the time. We do talk. Yeah, we do. And I didn't know it was this fucking... Well, happy I didn't think Zoe would feel this bad about it. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, happy belated birthday. It's uh, super fucking... It's like almost a week ago. I know. It's super fucking belated. No, it's cool. Jesus. Oh, God. I, I think I, I almost... I wanted to bring it up because of that. Like, why don't men celebrate their birthdays? You know? Why do men know. feel like they can't... Like, they don't do that? It's weird because even like guy friends that I have, they're always like, oh yeah, I'm not gonna do anything for my birthday this year or like, you know, nothing that's serious, blah, blah, blah. And I'm always like, okay, we're gonna get you a cake. We're gonna go here. We're gonna go out for dinner. I'm gonna pay for you. We're gonna get all your friends to pay for you. We're gonna get you a gift, blah, blah. But some guys just really don't like care about their birthdays. I'm, I'm one of those men. Like I was even like talking to a guy once and I was like, what are you doing? It's like your birthday. And he was like, yeah, I'm just gonna go eat dinner by myself. And I was like, by yourself. But you know, like- what the I feel like I don't go all out. Like I have the pe- like I saw my family, and that's right. what I want for my birthday. I just want to be around my family, my nieces yeah. and nephews, my brother and stuff. And it's yeah. not like a I, you know how some people like it's their the whole someone you talk to maybe once or twice a year will come to your birthday. But I'm not like that. Yeah, person, you yeah. Know? Um, I've had big events for my birthday, not events, but I've done things for my birthday. I've gone out and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and the older I get, the more I'm kind of eh, whatever. Yeah, as long as I get some good food and I'm around the people I like. Oh, that's that's why it's, it's really not that serious to me. Yeah. Like, I, don't, I didn't want to make you feel bad. I'm not sure if we'll be cutting it out or not. But yeah, we can keep it. <laughs> I just, you know, I feel like you have to celebrate. Your birthday is a whole another year of life. It's a whole like, you know. Yeah. So that's every true. birthday is a milestone. So I always feel like when it comes to birthdays, you have to celebrate your birthdays, man. Don't let your birthday just pass and just. I see tweets like that though. Like, why as a man are you celebrating your birthday? <laughs> but that's just bitches being bitches yeah, on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think everyone, man or woman or whatever you identify as, celebrate your fucking birthday. You made it to another three sixty-five days. Some people, a lot of people, have never seen you know the ages that we hit. So that's, celebrate your and, birthdays, and, and that's very true. Um, especially. Uh, yeah, you know what, Zoe? I think that's very important because mm-hmm. I think a big sediment that has been um, with the black community the past, yeah. I, I'm 
can't remember exactly the event that's attached to it, but you know, black men deserve to grow old. Yes. Right. I know that's right. And that's yeah. Is is that where Obama goes? Is where I'm fucking. No, up it's timing? too late. It's too exactly. late. Don't All bomb right. it now. See, that's the timing. Okay. Okay, I, I'm taking the. Eh, I can be better. I see the room for improvement. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. so how did that conversation go with her wishing her birthday? Was it like, oh, happy birthday, thank you. Was that it? Um, it was good. It was pleasant. It okay, was nice. it was a good exchange. Yeah, yeah. wasn't too Was much. it a long exchange? I'll let you know when it's done. <laughs> oh, you're still talking? No, 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 no. liar. No, I'm not. liar. Right now, are you still no. talking to her? You're lying. I can tell when you're lying. <laughs> I might not know your birthday. I can tell you you're fucking lying, though. No, I'm not still talking to her, but... Um, but it's an ongoing conversation. It, it, it was, and it was pleasant. It was nice catching up. And it's funny, because the last time we talked, we talked about not being cool with exes and right. people that you've been with in the past. And you were saying... You Hold on, wait, wait, wait. Okay. Correction. You can be cool with your exes. Okay, yeah. You yes, can't be yes. friends with your exes. That's what I believe. Yes. Genuine friends with your exes, I don't think is like a real thing. I, and, I, and I think that's fair. Um, yeah. But I think for myself, I may have had like a, a consistent reputation of like not even being cool, you know? Right, right. So I liked that it was cool, you know? Okay. I, I liked the being civil, you know? I, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. It's not still going. Like I was being a little facetious saying that, but mm-hmm. um, you know, we, we chill. Well, that's good to know. Yeah, it is. But yeah, I'm glad that you are, you know, receiving great energy and... Um, Positive vibes from announcing that you haven't gotten your dick wet in. <laughs> there you go. Also, hold on, hold on too. A bomb is a bomb. These are gunshots. Are they? That's a gunshot, not a bomb. Uh, I think it's bomb. It's giving bomb. No, a bomb is funk flex. Oh, that's a gunshot. Have you ever heard a gunshot? That's a gunshot. I've heard a gun. Yeah, it's not an accurate gunshot. Yeah. I agree with that. It, yeah, it's very like, yeah. like does that out? Yeah. But anyways, yeah. our TikTok comments. Anyways, like I said, when it comes to the ignorant black men in there, I don't know if y'all are trying to start a fight, just start a fight. I don't know if y'all actually feel this way. If it is, that's fucked up. I remember one comment that stood out to me was, a man was like, you know, white women will wash my feet when a black woman will give me shit. And that's I'm like, crazy. that is nuts. First of all, I don't, I hope no woman, no woman is washing their man's washing feet. Washing niggas feet? What are you, Jesus? Literally or figuratively. I don't think that's something that. I wouldn't ever want that trait. Shorty wants of to be Jesus. She's washing niggas' feet. Yeah. So it's just weird. Like I said, it also, so you were kind of hit the nail on the head where it's like a lot of these ignorant men who kind of feel that way are obviously taking this conversation as, yeah, black women are just, they're not submissive enough and white women will put me on a pedestal and wash my feet. And this and that, a black woman just wants to fight. Like, okay, well, if that's really what you think and those are women that you're finding, that's fine, but stay the fuck away from me. Mm. The same way we had a comment on our YouTube post about this conversation Stupid from last episode, comment. and he was like, you know, black women need to take accountability about how they are. Black women walk around with a bitch face. Black women walk around. When you tell a black woman to smile, first of all, first of all, there you go. First of all, what? I hate, I absolutely hate when men tell me to smile. Yeah. Some people just have a resting bitch face. I am one of those people. I don't like it about myself. I don't intend to come off with this face, but I just have this fucking face, and sometimes it rests like I hate the world. It, but I don't hate the world. To say smile. Yeah, know? but it's like I've managers if, tell me that at work. Like I hate that. Like yeah, my day. Like, like don't fucking smile. tell me to smile. So it's like when men like 
obviously this man or some men who agree with that have like this notion that you feel like because you want to tell me to fucking smile, I should just be like, here's my 32 fucking teeth. Shut up. No. Entitlement, right? It's that entitlement. And because what? So you think that white women or non-black women are less entitled. So what? You tell them to smile and they fucking smile on cue. It's a weird framework to be. Just say you don't like women, you know? Like, it's just, it's so weird to me. Like, all, like, these excuses and all these examples that they're using about, like, white women wash my feet. White women, I hope white women don't wash your fucking feet. And, and you know, like, that's... Uh, just for, that's not point, just for point of being a woman. I don't want any woman washing their man's feet. I feel like grown, you... Or, like, like I said, literally or figuratively. You don't rate somebody if you want... Like, I wouldn't want my partner to wash my feet. Like, yeah. that's something that, like... Like, you clearly don't let... You think of them less as, exactly. a, as a human being if you want that from someone and can accept that. You know, yeah. washing your feet is crazy. Um, one... Did you have more on that? Yeah, I was just, I was really upset. Some of the comments is really just like, I'm like, yo, this is... You, you niggas are literally the problem. Like, and they're like, oh, look at you getting defensive. And I was like, first of all, I literally said in the clip on our TikTok that I'm trying to not be on defense mode when niggas piss me off. Mm. But you are the reason why I get in defense mode because you be saying some stupid ass shit. He was like, oh, well, black women, 70% of black women are obese and this, this, and that. What, there's no obese white women in the world either? There's no obese non-black women in the world either? The Kevin like, what Samuels are you even, what are you, what are you saying? Like, literally, <laughs> like, what the fuck are you saying? Um... You know, one other thing that they said that's very related to what you said, because like I said, right, they get at me in the comments and they kind of just run this pick me narrative about me. Right. And this guy says, um, this is what happens when you have a co-host who just tells you what they want you to hear. The easiest thing for a black woman to accept is black men must be weak. You know, like that's I never once said that black men must be weak, though. I, I know. It's like, where are you? Why did you hear us where saying you that, hear that? And you got black men must be weak out of that. And it's like I have to respond and be like, nah, this is what happens when I get asked something. Which is, you asked, why do black men feel that black women are un uh, unapproachable? Yeah. And it's like, I, the only thing I can assume or think is that you're a bitch-ass nigga. Is that you're weak. Exactly. So it's like, no, you, you are weak. We didn't really explicitly say that. But mm. no, I, I'm pretty sure that's what it means. Um, and I ratioed the fuck out of him. So that was cool. <laughs> And then there's other people that jumped in too that are like, nah, like you're fucking stupid. Yeah. Um, and, and like he says, I love like, causing a discourse. Yeah. 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 Uncomfortable conversations. It is a comfortable. And the thing is, it's just weird that men will just spew, or some men, whatever. I know women hate when I have to like really reiterate when I say some men. They're like, don't uh, correct yourself, but you know, I just do it. But yes, not all men, but some men really just, I don't think they even realize how ignorant and stupid that they sound. Mm. But it's like, it's just, it's nuts. Like, you're telling me that, no, like, most white women don't have... I've seen white girls with resting bitch face. Absolutely. Like, what Like what in the world? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I just think it's... Uh, it's a crazy pedestal. Yeah, and then they said that, only, they said that uh, what's it called, black women only talk to niggas with money. Don't, that's not true. That's also not true. That couldn't be, like... Fortunately, I, I know some black women with broke niggas, but they love them. And that's that. Period. But I'm also sure that most women, especially non-black women, aren't talking to broke niggas either. <laughs> so what it. the fuck? Because like I mentioned before, niggas with money, a lot of them, when they get to that status, the woman on their arm isn't black. So then how the fuck are black women only talking to niggas with money if the niggas with money don't even really look at us? That part. Hello? Hello? 
Make make know. make it make sense. I, you know, you know what it kind of is like. The comment section is like, you know, you know, when you're watching TV and you like talk back at the TV. Someone yeah. says like, you know, like they're not thinking when they say this. They're commenting it and they don't even. It doesn't cross their mind again. You Bro, know? and it was funny because also remember that's why people delete comments because literally they know they're wrong when exactly. They get called out. Like, and I spoke about NBA. A lot of NBA players not having black wives. There was a Snapchat story. Do you ever get like those random like like I don't know like like fucking publications like Snapchat stories yep. like yeah, the. Yeah, yeah editorial ones yep. there was snapchat story. it was like nba players and their girlfriends slash wives and i made sure i watched the story to see how many of those players had a black wife and the only players they showed with a black wife or girlfriend were lebron james obviously <laughs> russell westbrook and chris paul i'm sure there's other players but the ones that they highlighted the three out of maybe like i say at least 10 or 12 we're spoken about. Shout out to Dirk Nowitzki. He's a real ass nigga. Yeah. <laughs> White guy. But <laughs> literally, oh, they didn't even show Dirk Nowitzki. But the three yeah. that they showed with black wives were LeBron James, Russell Westbrook, and Chris Paul. Um, You know, I something that- The rest I, of them, the girlfriends were not black. And it's funny because we're, we're talking about the comments and stuff. And it's like the role I play on this podcast, you know, like I, I'm a man. So as much as I disagree with some of these, you know, uh, lifestyle choices that these mm-hmm. men, I- I don't want to say I've been there, but I grew up as a man myself, as a, as a male. So I kind of see that pipeline. I see how they got there, mm. kind of. And I, I've seen this discourse actually recently on Twitter is that like athletes, especially pro athletes, when they know from the jump that they're going to be in the pros, usually mm. they're 6'8 when they're in sixth grade or yeah, something like yeah. that. Um, they usually get put in the prep school, the nice school, the school that is going to guarantee them the most opportunities in a, in, a, in a good school or possibly getting to the pros, get them looks at scouts and stuff like that. Oftentimes, that's a school that's a prep school in the suburbs or something like that mm. or in a gated community. So a lot of these pro athletes are thrown into these, uh, these environments where it's just white women. They develop this, this mm. taste for it. Maybe that's a weird way to put it. but I hear you. That is the pipeline, because like I've said before, I grew up in Oakville, which is a very white city. Yeah. And for a long, that's why I dated white women. There was no other women. There wasn't like a black woman at the school I went to that I could date or something like that. So that's where I was like, okay, I can kind of find the middle ground. But then when I went to university and there was, you know, I went to school downtown Toronto, I can't, I can't talk to a white girl since. Right. So once I had access, it changed for me, which is why I... But these niggas definitely have access now. I mean, like, hello. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't, if I was there, like, I don't know if I would be the same, but, you know, to each his own. Yeah. Yeah. And I also appreciate the non-black women in our comments who understand what we're saying. Yeah. I I usually feel, obviously, I love when black women agree with what I'm saying, because it's like, you know, I'm a voice for black women. This is a black podcast, so I'm trying to amplify black voices. So, obviously, I love when black women, you know, agree with me and, you know, shout me out and big me up and follow us, blah, blah. But when I see non-black women do it, I'm like... Thank you. Like, really thank you. Because it could be very easy for you to get defensive and think that I'm talking shit. Mm-hmm. But you're really understanding where I'm coming from. So those non-black women who are in our comments agreeing and stating their... or they, Like, you know, non-black women also have experience dating black men who, may, who they realize don't like black women. Yeah. And to those women who are smart, they realize that's a, that's a red flag that you only date white girls or you only date girls outside your race. So I appreciate those women yeah. who see to the that um, as something. Or just understand where we come from. If you're a non-black listener and you listen and you engage with that, shout out to you. because I that, really appreciate you, it. You gotta be, you know. Because I feel like sometimes it may come off as, 
you know, like yeah. we're we're talking shit or we're like getting really aggressive. But it's just this is our everyday lives and it's something that we deal with. So it's nice to see non-black people understand. I really enjoy that. I, I like that too. Um, I'm gonna what I'm gonna do though. <laughs> I'm gonna devil's advocate what you just said. Okay, because we're ahead. on TikTok, and I've seen I seen this one TikTok that said it was pretty much making this case that the reason racism prevails is because of non-racist white people, because non-racist white people allies in a sense grew up with a racist family member or a racist friend, and they've learned to maybe look at that as a minor character flaw. They could vote for somebody who's racist and they themselves not be racist, but it's like they can kind of, you know, it's, it's, it's not, you know, a deal breaker for them mm. or something, you know? Or maybe they just had a, you know, they're not, they're not getting their own people to unpack, essentially. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that's necessarily fair to say that. I thought it was interesting. I don't think it's exactly yeah. true, but I, I think it, it is worth thinking that allies, people who kind of hear racist rhetoric from other white people and kind of don't come back. Because isn't that what being an ally would be? It would be more than just kind of disagreeing with them. Wouldn't you right. have to be like, no, you're wrong. Yeah. This, right. Well, we've spoken about that, right? If you're an ally, you have to be all in, yeah. right? You have to have those uncomfortable conversations with your grandmother or your uncle or your parent, whoever it is that may be saying some racist shit, right? There's a lot of people who claim to be allies but when they see the race shit go on they turn to blind an eye you're not an ally an ally is not a part-time job an ally is not a part-time you know identity or something that oh i'm just gonna you know put up this black screen because i'm an ally yeah. and i love black people and i'm not racist no mm -hmm. you have to be full-time all the time and maybe that means telling your grandma you are racist yeah. Yeah. <laughs> might mean fucking up thanksgiving it might yeah and sometimes i tell my grandparents like hey that's a little ignorant and I, that's a little problematic. I, I've definitely helped my mom unpack and my dad unpack yeah. certain things that were problematic, and now they don't think that anymore. Yeah. So I think that that is a responsibility on, especially like as kids, if right? For your parents, you gotta you gotta start parenting them as yeah. they get older a little bit. Right? And it's funny when you talk about unpacking things that are problematic because so I made a tweet. Okay. Not recently, recently, but kind of recently, and it was a response to this celebrity feud that was going on. I don't want to mm. give them much thing. But anyways, mm. you, you can put it together if you want to. But I made a tweet and the tweet said, a reminder to women that your baby father is a choice. You have full control over who you want to choose to be the father of your kid. That's what I said. A lot of women agreed. A lot of men agreed. And a lot of women were like, fuck you, bitch. Right? <laughs> so, with me and... I, want to say, I still stand on what I said because it's like, and some women were like, you know, well, fuck you, bitch. They didn't really say fuck you, bitch, but in my head, I read it as fuck you, yeah, bitch. Yeah, yeah. But they were like, you know, kind of like, bitch, like women with no kids have the most to say, like a reminder to women, like your baby father wasn't shit when you got pregnant or your baby father masked the true him and this, this and that mm -hmm. and all this stuff. Now. I'm going to very openly say I don't have a child. I've never been pregnant, ah. right? So I cannot, I'm going to speak to this from me. Your truth, yeah. I understand that, yes, people change. And, yes, you know, if you have a baby daddy who ain't shit, you know, maybe he could have started off great and then ended up shit. That does happen, okay? So I understand how Niggas that could. are good actors. Yeah, sure. I understand how that can be sensitive to some women, but do I also think that a lot of the time women ignore red 
flags when it comes to men and having men potentially be the father of your children? Yes. And don't shake the table now. (laughs) That was my point, right? And just to say, my tweet was in response to the whole fucking Danny Lay, which is old situation. That was my response. But the tweet just kept going and going and people just kept saying dumb shit. But I was, people were DMing me like, oh, "Oh, you're so stupid. Yeah, I have like, because I turned my DMs on so I can get DM requests now. People DM me like, it's such an ignorant tweet, blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, respectfully, I just think that not in all, but majority of situations, I'm sure that you have seen a red flag in this man, but you thought that you were the woman that was going to change him. And you thought that you are going to have this baby and you're going to be together forever. And unfortunately that was not the case. Red, it's all about, I'm sure sometimes, or a lot of the times the red flags are there. And that's what I mean when I say your baby father is a choice. Am I going, personally, am I going to have a baby with a man who consistently gives me red flags? Fuck no. Am I going to have a baby with a man who already has three other baby mamas? Fuck no. Am I going to have a baby with a man who maybe has two baby moms? No. No. Especially if that man is maybe not taking care of his kids. He's doing stupid ass shit on social media. No. No, no, I am not having that baby. I believe in contraceptives. I take birth control every day at 11 a.m. I also (laughs) believe in pro-choice. I understand some women. It's a sensitive topic. You know, and my friend, uh, I had like women and I spoke about this where I was like, you know, sometimes, um, you know, I've had people tell me like, oh, I would never get an abortion. And then that situation and they have had people tell me, you know, I, I, um, I'm so I'm really for abortions like I'm pro-choice and some women who the time came and they couldn't do it right so I'm not going to speak on that because I've never been in that situation before so I don't know how it would be like I said I'm pro-choice but I never really know until you're in that situation right so I'm never going to judge a woman for whatever they choose to do but do I think that you know maybe you should be a little more cautious with the men because not all men can be fathers. A lot of men should not be fucking fathers. Most men shouldn't Most, be. Like, it's crazy. Most people shouldn't, aren't qualified to be parents. Yeah, and you know what? If what? your baby daddy did, you know, do a complete 180 on you, unfortunately, that's the height the, or the hand that you were dealt. You know, that's mm-hmm. just, that's crazy that some men can be so sociopathic that they can just completely switch when a kid is involved. But do I also think that sometimes men do give you red flags before you get pregnant? Absolutely. And in the case of Danny Lane, the baby that man had a lot of fucking red flags that she probably should not have gotten knocked up. Same for Summer Walker and fucking London on the track and same for Sierra in future. Like, these are flags. Flags. If you are baby mama number four, you are not keeping that man most likely. Oh. Ooh. And I've had to learn the hard way, you know. Okay. I, okay. I used to paint my red flags pink. <laughs> I thought I was at Six Flags. I thought these red flags were show, telling me go time. Yes. Yes. I used to love the red flags. I used to shake them in the air with him. Yep. That's but crazy. eventually you'd be like, yo, this is actually not, not it for the long haul. And people forget babies are not a joke. Kids. It's a human being. The whole life. I personally agree 18 that years, 18 years. I agree that having a child with someone is a bigger commitment than getting married. 
Some people are like, that's wholeheartedly. Great. Some people are like, that's nuts. I think I said it on Clubhouse once. People are like, that's nuts. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, me and my baby moms don't even speak. You know what I'm talking about? And I'm like, okay, but you're, you're literally, you have a kid. You have a kid. So you and your baby mom's not speaking. Maybe that's just you being an asshole. But at the end of the day, you are bound to this person because you have a whole other person that's half of you and half of them. You are responsible for this human being. You are forever indebted to this human being that you share with someone else. Forever. Like I said, parenting doesn't stop once your kid hits 18. Mm. And you know how the parents hate when non-parents talk about parents? Yeah. I mean, right? some people might be like, this bitch ain't got no fucking kids. She don't know what the fuck she's talking about. Maybe that's true. <laughs> you know, I, and I, I found myself in that situation too. You know, like there's situations with my niece and nephew and like maybe I'll develop my own opinion. And it's like, eh, I don't have kids though. I don't know yeah. if it's my ground to say this. You know what it like? It reminds me like when people are kind of like, well, if you've never done it, then like, how would you know? Yeah. And it's like, I sure, I think that's reasonable logic, but... I also don't need to eat a bowl of shit to know that I don't like shit. There you go. You know? There you go. And I think that's kind of the premise of your argument. I, yeah. I, I agree with you, and I think I you kind of said what needs to be said. Yeah, and it's by me. It's just like, you know. I know it's a tough combo, too, to have. It is a people. tough combo. And I feel like a lot of women maybe got offended because they were like, maybe they realized that their baby daddy ain't shit. And then they realized, like, he played me. Mm-hmm. Maybe, unfortunately, that was the case. But now look back. Were there red flags? And if there were red flags, paint my stay red flags. out of my DMs. It's okay to admit that you've painted red flags pink. We've all done it. Yeah, yes, we we've have. We've all done it. Yeah, we have. But one thing I will say is I didn't paint them pink enough to get knocked up. And that's just <laughs> oh it. Oh, my God. So. That's just it. <laughs> okay. That's just my choice. Though. This is like People can try to come for me. This is just my choice and something that I have always said when I have a baby or I'm going to try my hardest, my hardest to have a child with someone that I'm either in a committed relationship with, like long time committed or marriage. I understand that those things, you know, don't always equate to a happy story. People mm-hmm. get divorced, blah, blah, blah. But that's something that I would just want a very strong foundation. Like I said, I believe in birth control. I take it all the time. I don't give a fuck. I take it even if I'm not fucking because you never know when you might. <laughs> I saw something like this. <laughs> so, you know, I have friends who take it all the time, even if they're not fucking like, bro, bitch, you never know what's going to happen. You never know who you might run into. You know, you might school the block ones. You never know. <laughs> I am that woman. And, you know, some women, it doesn't work for everyone. You know, they get really bad side effects. You know, it, it, it fucks them up. But then use condoms. And, you know, I understand sometimes condoms break, but I don't know. I just feel like that's just some, some people, just, the red flags are there. And like Me I said, if, it's, if you're going, if you're baby mama number four, I, I can't feel that bad when you realize that your baby dad is not doing what he's supposed to be doing. I can't. Still love over it. You know what? And, and you know what's great about that, too? Like, the whole Summer Walker thing? What? It's... It, what she did recently, right? Like, there's something that Summer Walker did recently, Tattooed right? that man's name on her fucking dome. First, how do you feel about that? Stupidity. Yeah, I, you know... Clownery. I, but... Clown. That bitch, I reposted that bitch's fucking album description about learn from my mistakes, know the red flags, right? I repost my guess, bitch, you're talking. Now you're going to tattoo a man's name on your dome. Not even on her ass cheek, not even on her back where she can't see it, on her fucking face. And you said it, so I don't need to, you know, and that's not even exactly why I brought this up because there's an element because we all heard over it, uh, still over it, right? 
Amazing album, right? And then she goes, like you're saying, like totally went against what she said. You know what it's kind of, you know why I, there's a part of me that finds it very interesting and almost like admirable is that like, you know, street rappers be talking about selling drugs yeah. and stuff and crazy street stuff. And then you see headlines of them like mm-hmm. crazy. It's like, you know, Summer Walker lives her raps. You yeah. Know? Like she, yeah. you really be about this life yeah. that you be singing about. It's real and authentic. And there's, uh, you know, that that can be like, oh, wow, it's not fake. You know, yeah. it's real. Um, yeah. It's unfortunate, you know. Uh, she's gonna she's gonna have to be a VeggieTales fan after this. You oh know? Jesus! <laughs> Putting Larry on your like you're not getting into the Larry Hoover. But then he <laughs> and he also got summer tattooed on his face. Whoever this Larry man is, I don't, do you know who he is? I don't know who he is. I don't know, but apparently he's been in the picture since 2014. Wasn't you with London on the track though? Confusion. I don't know. That's what the internet's up in flames about. <sighs> but it, it, this is the thing, though. If she keeps tattooing her head and makes these over it part two still over, yo, keep, She's yo, gonna, yo, keep. I, I want. If this is I'd all like a it. part of her career and her trajectory, and she's just gonna keep pouring her heart out in the idiot decision she makes and heartbreaks, I want her to be okay. Like, stay. I want her to be know, mentally okay. I, but if this is your journey to making great music and you are still gonna be mentally stable, I can okay. see. Two, three more great albums down the road. Hundred percent. You, know? you tattoo in your head right after this album. Oh yeah, yeah. we're getting more great music. Yeah, that's how I felt when I saw that. Yeah, it's a little sad and unfortunate to think about, but you know. But to me, it's like <laughs> that's a that's a red flag for both of them. Like we're both so stupid that we're gonna tattoo each other's names on our faces. Names should only get tatted if they've passed away. Well, yeah, my dad's name tattooed on me. Yeah, well, not actually, even not even like his full name. It's like kind of like a code for his name, but it, either way, it represents his name. Maybe not necessarily because I actually have exactly that too. I have the code for my dad's name yeah. tattooed on me too, and it's like uh, I'll always, you know, yeah, love that. There'll never be a time I regret that. Yeah, so it's like yeah, my ex, my partner, the person I'm seeing. Oof. I don't think I would ever tattoo um, a man's name on me that's not my father, my my deceased father, because it's just it's. No, but it was funny because Miracle Watts is dating Tyler Lepley and she got his name tattooed, but mm. Tyler Lepley's so fine. I understand. <laughs> I wouldn't do it, but I understand. I'm not judging her. I understand because that nigga will make you go Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. He hey, is fine yeah, as I, hell. I love me some Summer Walker, so I get Larry. I get where Larry's <laughs> coming from. Larry. You would tattoo Summer Walker? Well, you're just saying you understand. Really? No, I'd never tattoo someone's name. But do you me. find her that fine that you understand why he would do it? Because I find Tyler Lepley that fine I that, that I understand. I you're making me unpack this. I, I'm just, because I know that I find him that fine that I understand why Miracle Watts tattooed that man's name on her side. All, all I'm going to say about the question you're asking, I found her the most appealing during her mixtape and first album. I found her the most appealing. I just feel like, you know, the some of the things that she did to her physical appearance, you know. Uh, also, you like the enhancements. I, no, I'm saying I dis. I, oh, before, I, the, before enhancement, the enhancements, I thought, I got she, it. I, I found her a lot more attractive. I still think she's very like attractive, very beautiful. Woman. Yeah. Um, but to answer she your got question. some things done, and you're like, ah. And I, I hope it makes her, you know, yeah. feel, you know, yeah, more liberated or anything. But you're, you're asking my opinion. Yeah, I know. I agree. But like I said, when it comes to these women, it's just like. Yeah, the people really ate me up for the baby mama comment. Mm. Actually, like I said, a lot, a lot of people agreed, but some women really ate me up. But like I said, that's just my my opinion about it. I've been sexually active since I was like 17, 18 years old. 
I definitely could have gotten pregnant for some stupid ass niggas. Definitely. Definitely. But like I said, I take my birth control every day at 11 a.m. because I don't want no fucking unplanned <laughs> babies. And I don't want no nigga turning up on me when I have a baby or something stupid. It's a, it's a funny space, though, being like a single childless person talking about parenting. It's it like, is. It's like being Clyde on The Relentless Diaries. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, but it's just like, I just feel like it's just, like I said, for women, I remember that your baby fought. It's a very important choice. Very important choice. So I'm mean, all I'm going to say is, and all in all, to not offend anybody, use your absolute best judgment when it comes to being tied with someone literally genetically and physically mm. for the rest of your life. Yeah. Use your absolute best judgment. That's what I mean by it's a choice because I feel like a lot of women who end up in those unfortunate situations didn't use their absolute best judgment. And if they did, blessings are coming. Mm, those flags can be heart-shaped. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like I said, mm. I've been there. But I don't want to talk too much about, you know, like I said, I've never been pregnant. I'm not a mom, so <laughs> I don't want to talk stuff on nobody's toes. But I do think that, and even if it doesn't work out, at least you know that you're with a good man. You know what I mean? Or at least you know you have a child with a man who takes care of his child. What's a good man? Well, no, I mean, like, I some women think because it doesn't work out, you know, all hell went to, like it, everything just went to shit. Yeah. But if he's still a good father, that's a great thing, right? Maybe it didn't work out between you guys romantically, but if he's still a good father, that's still a win in my opinion. You, you know, that... Because some niggas will just get up and dip, not see their kid. No, that's where I'm like, I'm sure that man probably had some red flags. The men, the men who literally do not take care of their kids, nothing, I'm sure that there probably was a red flag. And if there wasn't, that's fucked up. I also just... We'll round out parenting, but I also think there's <laughs> there's situations where um, maybe a couple that realize this relationship between themselves aren't isn't going too well, but they have kids, and it's right. like we don't want to you know have separate co-parenting situations and stuff like so that. So we're gonna thug it out together. And you know what? That that's not. And it ends up hell. And it ends up ruining the kid mentally. Yeah, I've you know? seen that firsthand. Yeah. Me too. I've <laughs> <laughs> Stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what else I've you got been, on the list? Uh, yeah, I just, but speaking of parenting, Adele's a mother. Adele is a mother, yeah. And Adele put her son on her album. And I really, I listened to Adele's her album. Son on album. Her son is on it. Like she's talking to her son in the song "My Little Love." Oh. There's like parts that she's talking. Her son's not like he's not like I think he's still like fairly like he's an, not infant, but he's still like toddler. I so like he's not like that. talking, talking, but like you can hear like you know like her talking to her son like I love you, blah blah whatever, whatever. In the song "My Little Love." Um, Adele doesn't really open up much about like her her being a mother and all that stuff, but I thought it was really cute. I think this album, she said it was going to be her saddest album. Mm -hmm. And the album is sad. Is it sad to the point where it's like... It's not heartbreaking. Yeah. It's the not, heartbreak already happened. Right? Yeah, there you go. It's not heartbreaking, but it's very like, it's very raw. Yes. She's very raw in this album. And... I think she's such a beautiful woman. I'm an I'm a huge Adele fan. I'm an Adele stan. I think she's just You're an Adele stan. I love Adele. You listen to I 19? fucking love 19, 25, like before rolling in the okay. Yeah, before rolling in the deep. You a stan, yeah. But yeah. rolling in the deep, I wasn't a stan before rolling in the deep. I listened knew, to listened I knew to I listened to Adele, like I listened to like like you know, little songs, whatever, whatever, which was years ago. Like I think I was in like high school. That's like knowing Drake before best I ever had. Well, I definitely knew Drake before best I ever had. I know, but because we're yeah, in Toronto. I see what you mean. But also, yes, but um, what's it called? 
I just think that she, I think she's so talented. I think she's just a, like a great um, woman yeah. altogether. I don't know. Obviously, this is just me, just from what I see her present herself. But watch the Oprah interview. I did no, I didn't watch the Oprah interview. Um, it was it was a great like just program. It was an hour and a half mixed in with her talking to Oprah, then her performance. Right, I saw the performance clips. Yes, and you know Adele really is a one in a million generational kind of talent. Like yeah, as far as her her vocals you know it's you know there isn't too many people hitting those octaves that she does yeah but also like like what you're saying about it being like the songwriting like she kind of breaks down how she made her album and she was saying how she started a lot of her studio sessions with a six hour therapy session just her and her producer going through the like really raw nitty-gritty parts about Mm -hmm. the relationship like oh this happened and you know why don't we pull something from there and make a song from there so it's like to me, the truest form of, like, artistry and, like, you know, taking something that happened to you and making a piece of art about it, you know? It, it was so phenomenal. Um, Adele, Adele really is great, man. Like, mm-hmm. I, 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 th- I feel like she gets loved for, like, who she is, you know? Like, people, um, people know how good Adele is. Uh, I love the rollout, though, you know, uh, especially what she said about TikTok. Yeah, yeah. Like, she really was like, nah, I'm making music for people who aren't on TikTok. Yeah. And, you know... I people those kind of those kind of people need music. You know, yeah. who's making music for moms and stuff. Yeah. So yeah. I, I loved that part, you know? Even though I'm not a mom, I still listen to Adele. <laughs> you know <laughs> I love Adele. No, it's good. The thing and the thing is it's like like I think I mentioned before, a lot of these songs that I hear on TikTok, I don't even remember I don't realize that they're songs. That's the fucked up part. Cause I feel like to, at least for me, it like it masks the artist completely. I oh my that TikTok song or that song on TikTok. That Soldier Boy clap 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 song, I had no idea that was Soldier Boy until maybe like weeks after I heard it on TikTok. I'm like, oh my, this TikTok song. You hear what? It's like this fucking Soldier Boy. I'm like, oh shit. You hear what JoJo said about this? Um, like, it, is it fair for a record label to say to an artist like, okay, hey, so you know what song is going to be good for TikTok? You know, right. like the labels are making marketing plans around this now, and the artists are kind of like, well, look how many songs like- blown up from TikTok. There's um there's actually artists in Toronto. You, you ever heard that Wait For Me song? No. Anyways, I don't think so. It, you, if I played the song, you would definitely be like, oh, I've heard that on TikTok a million times. This mm. dude from Toronto super blowing up. Um, but it's interesting how you can lose the artist. That's what like I'm that, saying. Yeah. Like that's, it's, so is it a good thing or a bad thing? I mean, I don't know. For Adele, I feel like she stood her ground and she was like, I'm not but here she can. to make. She's Adele. Yeah. But she's like, I'm not here to make songs for TikTok can. and 14 year olds. Like she's can like, Tinashe and then she literally said. Tanashi? Yeah, can Tanashi go, I don't want to do, you know, TikTok and then still sell crazy amount of albums, you know? Like Does Tanashi even sell albums? Oh, you don't, you don't like Tanashi? I don't I don't really care for her. Okay. I think she had that that two on song, but the only reason why that song was good in my opinion was because Drake came on and just slapped the shit out of it. I okay. Fair fair enough. I just look at someone like Who Tinashe? listens to the original two on? With schoolboy. With schoolboy. <laughs> Who listens to that? If you have two on with Schoolboy Q and Tanashi on your phone at this moment, you are a different breed. Okay. Fair. <laughs> like. <laughs> yeah. I don't hit the wrong button there. Yeah. But, um, okay. To, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> like, that's not even a really good example. No. No, I, I think Tanashi is a talented person. She can dance and perform and she is a decent vocalist, not on the level of Adele, but it's like an artist like that, let's say, like a Tanashi kind of it shoves her it kind of pushes her off to the side because you know she has to it's either make or break on a tiktok song and it's does that really speak to uh, someone's true artistry whether they can 
come up with some lyrics that you want to make a skit out of in 15 seconds. Mm, like, no. it, it kind of compromises. It, it definitely compromises. Okay. It's like the fucking Tusi slide. May but then Drake can do that, though, right? Yeah, but I hated it. Everybody else who tries to make their dance isn't going to go number one. Like, yeah. you still bump Tusi slide? I haven't heard Tusi slide since that came out. It went number one, and then that was it, because it was Drake. He, he can make a dance. Yeah, but he also doesn't need I feel like he just wanted to like try like this TikTok maybe yeah, shit. It was pandemic. He was bored. Yeah, exactly. So, but I mean, I'm glad Adele stood her ground because I would really hate if Adele did a TikTok song or just something stupid that just had to ever ended up on TikTok or people were just like doing dances to like that's not her brand. I'm glad that she stuck to her brand and her art and her truth and decided like no. But her album was beautiful, beginning to end. I really enjoyed it. I like listen, I was listening to it at like 12 a.m. like in the dark in my room. <laughs> and my sister like came in. She was like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, why? She was like, because you're in the dark listening to Adele. I was like, are you crying? I was like, no. But I understand why they come. But like I said, the album was, it wasn't, I look at it as more raw as in sad. I think she really told her truth. I think she really came out, even though she's always been out of her shell, I think like she really like, came out of her shell like this is this this album basically her just like getting naked but like art yeah, form yeah that's a very good way to put it like this was like her revealing revealing just like you know the last yeah. however many years that she's been dealing with so i really enjoyed it but i also feel like well from my perspective my timeline the day that the fucking hmm. adele album Talk dropped was the same day that weird ass sophia shit was happening and i like so i remember that i don't know what the fuck people who don't know Apparently, there's this girl from Toronto named Sophia, and she is a parent. I don't really know much of the backstory. Apparently, she's just this regular girl from Toronto, and she ended up scamming. International like, scammer. Yeah, she ended up scamming all these influencers and all these like known people, and there's apparently, she was like sleeping on people's couches and scamming people for money and having flights paid for. I genuinely don't understand how L.A. works. Because I'm not from L.A. I've been to L.A. a few times, but I'm not in L.A. culture at all. So I don't really understand how L.A. works. But apparently in L.A., people are just naive where they are letting random people stay at their homes and they're letting they're giving random people money just because they Buying met them backstage tickets. at a fucking Drake concert. Like, I don't know. Whatever. I just think the whole situation was weird. And I was listening to Adele, but I was like, bitch, no one's talking about Adele because was talking about fucking Sophia. All these Twitter spaces were going on, which Twitter spaces, I'm like, what the fuck is this now? It's just, it was a mess. But anyways, that's Sophia's story. I don't really know much about it, quite so I can't speak on it I don't for know a long period of time. Either. All I know is from the breakdown is just... She's, they're saying that she scammed $11 million. That's what the I think that's cap. That's what the headline says. Yeah, I think that's cap. 11 M's, like... That's cap. But it, but think about it, too. If she scammed people for 11 M's, wouldn't you not be saying anything either right now? Exactly. <laughs> like, I'd be... Yeah. Like, what do you expect her to do? Oh, yeah, by the way, that's me. I I scammed y'all. Why the fuck would she do that? I, even, I honestly don't even think she's a real person. I don't even know how yeah, this, this story be, came yeah, about. Yeah. Uh, to me, it's still fake in my... Because I'm like, yo, what the fuck are you guys talking about? People were meeting her at, like like exclusive parties and, and events and blah, blah blah she was saying she worked she dated jack harlow she dated jack harlow she was a publicist or she worked with ovo whatever the fuck she was saying and people were believing her because she was always in like these private parties and she ended up sleeping on this people's couches and people were paying for her flights apparently she lied about her mom dying people gave her like five thousand dollars i don't know i just know that all i am understanding from that situation was people in la need more common sense and need more 
good judgment when it comes to just meeting people who are in same public high yeah. spaces that you are. Because what? I think it really shows the dichotomy of like a sociopath. Yeah. You know? But it also shows. Someone who's. That's like. A, think about it though. If she did make even half of $11 million, million <laughs> off of scamming people. Yeah. Like it does require some like exceptional like, you know manipulation tactics yeah like understanding people and stuff that's why they say sociopaths are kind of have a genius level understanding of people they use it for evil it's like using your powers for evil if yeah you're a sociopath which is kind of what this girl sounds like you know to be able to just lie on a dime to put yourself in these situations um is review i'd love to see like a netflix documentary about yeah. social media clout chaser scammers you know because this i think is prevalent this is sophia's not the only one yeah a lot of people are getting at her mm-hmm. And to me, it's like, okay, yeah, we can get at her for being a psychopath, sociopath, whatever the fuck she is. But are we not looking at the people who were falling for this? Like, are these people or these influencers or whatever the fuck content creators, big content creators in L.A., are they just so, like, wrapped up in, like, the lifestyle? They just trust anybody who's just in this exclusive space? Yeah. Like, is it so crazy? It's like, oh, well, this random girl is at this uh invite only exclusive party so she must be legit and she must be super cool and super rich and whatever so let me just do anything for her like are we that wrapped up in like social media clout and influencer that just because someone's an influencer you guys have to be like friends and you have to trust them and whatever whatever have you listened to the actual influencers who got scammed like i was i went in and out of the twitter spaces because like laurel was posting it um so i like i would like hop in then like hop out then like hop in hop out but i still i'm like bro i'm like you guys just sound nuts like oh my god i let her sleep on my couch and i think blah, 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 blah. and i'm like what i think it is a bubble that these people live in you know when you're like a influencer and you make money off of people's attention and stuff like yeah it's, it's a different life that you're living so you kind of must a, be you, you think about people differently you know and i could see especially if you are just naturally a generous person you know yeah um me and myself as a not eh, maybe that's not fair to call yourself a generous but i'd like to think of myself as a generous person yeah I felt bad today because someone asked me how to buy their train ticket and I couldn't help them because I was in a rush. Like, I don't know if I'm giving, I'm buying plane tickets for somebody, you know? Like, yeah. I, like as generous as I am, like, there's a limit and an extent, yeah. right? Um, so, I just feel like, yeah, these these influencers are mad naive because they live in an L.A. bubble. Right. All, but, you know, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not familiar with L.A. polys either, so, like... I'm not familiar with It's something with I'm all. speculating on. Uh, but I think it's just very weird that it's like, oh my God, I met this girl at a Jack Harlow concert backstage. So I'm going to let her sleep on my couch tonight and I'm going to give her money tomorrow. And she didn't tell me this sad story and I'm just going to send her a thousand dollars. Not fucking happening. I don't care how many followers I have. I don't care how much money I have. I'm not fucking doing that. So it's weird that like when people get to like this influencer status where they're like considered air quotations famous, that they just start doing like whatever it is because like, Maybe other influencers are around or whatever. It's it's giving weird. Cloud chasing epidemic. It's weird. Yeah, it is weird. I'm like, well, I'm like, why is I can't no one relate. See? Yes, everyone obviously sees the problem with the Sophia girl, whoever she is. Obviously that that's a problem. But why is no one seeing that these other people obviously have a problem too? Yeah. Like that yeah. there's naive and then there's naive. Like, come on. <laughs> like I don't care whose party you're at. Yeah. Like some girls, like I've been to fucking parties at Drake's house or whatever. Some girls can't get home. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> what the fuck that got to do with me and my car? What? You know what I mean? Like, respectfully, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, I leave with the girls I came with. Where are your friends? You know what I mean? Like, I, like, 
Like I wouldn't be like I'm like I wouldn't be like oh my god girl like you're at Drake's house like you need to ride home you need mommy mommy pay for your Uber fuck that no girl you got invited same way I got invited Drake's house otherwise known as Town Hall that shit's fucked up that is the TikTok okay so let's talk about that because that is the TikTok that I remember I told I said mentioned earlier that I found TikTok and all the comments I followed the comments for three days because I was like yo this is fucking nuts anyways. My friend ended up sending me that TikTok. She's like, bro, because she sent it to me early before it blew up. She was before like, before it was on six months. Yes, yeah. before it was on. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, I yeah. didn't want it. Before either. it was on that um, meme page or whatever, it. My friend sent it to me. <laughs> Stop. No, that was good timing. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> my friend sent it to me. She's like, bro. She's like, look at the comments. And I was like, bro, I'm crying. You know what I mean? Because it was like, obviously, people who don't know, this girl posted a video at Drake's house, right? Like I mentioned, people already know at this point, I've been to Drake's house multiple times. Um, and that sounded really bad. It's just like, I, like I said, he had like- Check the TikTok page. His, no, I don't, I, one thing I've never posted- No, we, we have the story. Oh, yes, 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 yes. But that wasn't even at his house. That was at a venue, but whatever. You can use that though, maybe as like a, a, a guide as how to behave. It's not even how when to behave. When at the embassy. <laughs> it's not even how to behave. It's just hall. like, I've- you know, I have friends who have been to his house. Obviously, I've been to his house. Like I said, Drake has parties. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And at the end of the day, Drake has friends that are in Toronto. Drake has multiple friends. Like, I don't want to say hundreds, but at least like he, 20, 30 niggas deep, you He's know? He's in, in his street. Yeah. So Drake has like at least 20, 30 niggas that are locally in the city, who locally go out, who meet girls. You know what I mean? Eventually, it, People are just going to invite people, invite people. So obviously I've met some of the guys in his air quotation circle who invite me to these parties. Fine. Apparently they invited the wrong one. Whatever. Point is, a girl was invited to a Drake party recently at Drake's house. I think it was the time when Dave Chappelle was here because he was at Drake's house. Whatever. The girl went to that party and she recorded in Drake's house. And thing is, she didn't even record in his house. She recorded in the, the basketball court, which everyone knows. That's the first place you go, yeah, right? yeah. That, like, the, everyone knows Drake's basketball court. Like, you know what I mean? Like, she, yeah. So she recorded in the basketball court, That's whatever, true, whatever. Because it seems like the first thing. That the gets basketball put on the court is really not even his house. Like it, it's his house, but it's it's outside. Like a unit, right? Yeah, like his is yeah, like it's connected to the house, yes, but it's outside. If that makes sense, like you can get to the basketball court without even going through the front door. Like it has a complete yeah, yeah, separate yeah. entrance. But whatever, they're in the basketball court taking videos. Blah blah blah. The girl decided to post it on TikTok. Some, not some, a lot of people, majority of people, like ninety nine percent of people in that comments Bruh. thought this girl was unattractive. Unfortunately, I'm not going to speak on what I think of her physically. It has nothing to do with me. It's not my business. But a lot of people thought that she was unattractive. So people were commenting Violence. really, 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 really mean things. They were calling Drake's house town hall, a community center. This one girl was like, oh, my God, I can get in if you're letting y'all in. Like, it was just bad. People were calling them threes. Oh Drake God, wasn't yeah, there. Yeah. You know, uh, what's it called? Drake just... Or Drake just um, told his friends to run a trade and they picked all the threes in the city. Like it was just bad. Um, the girl's braver than me cause she kept it up. Yeah. She and did, yeah. I, I, one thing about me is I have really, really, really bad shame. Like if I feel, I've never seen you delete a tweet. Really? I've, uh, I've, I've definitely deleted tweets. You're never in the situation. Where but you not like people have never got at me like physically, like, you know, like, yeah. Oh, like you ugly bitch. Like no one's ever caught like screenshot of my picture. Like this, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but 
like I definitely had tweets where I've said like I've spoken about celebrities and they'll be like, bitch, you're not even bad. And I'm like, okay, you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> like, whoa. Dial it back. But here, so. yeah. But like that's just like a one-off. Even for the TikTok that the, when the TikTok that went viral that we posted that I look rough in, people were trying to eat you me up in the comments. Rough. I didn't like, delete. Were... I do look rough. That was one day I <laughs> I did not come here cute. The ponytail was my was ponytail little... was ass. I I looked tired as fuck. Mm. I was yeah. Anyways, point is the TikTok still went viral though. People were eating me up in the comments. But anyways, point is I didn't delete it. But they weren't eating me up as bad as they were eating up this girl. Like no one called me a three. No, it was me. I, like I felt. I, I remember thinking, like, why are you? And then seeing the comment section and instantly feeling bad. Yeah. Like, oh man, this is yeah. Like gotta- they, but she kept it up because it's a. I think it's mo- a clout thing. Like she, it got hundreds and thousands of views. So I'm sure she's gonna keep it up because she's probably gaining followers and it's getting all these views. But the clout comments epidemic. But my thing is when the like like I said, I have a lot of shame. So people eat when people start to like really eat me up. It's never really happened. But if anyone were to eat me up the way they ate her up, that comment, the whole video would have been gone deleted comments would have been deleted i would have locked the comments off i would have deleted my tiktok it'd have been the user five eight six four seven three two one has doesn't exist i would be gone because fuck no like i said tiktok commenters are violent as fuck but anyways obviously the video got more and more traction people were sending it posting on twitter posting i posted on my close friends i was fucking dying and it ended up on that big toronto that media page. page yeah that meme page and they posted it and my i don't follow them but my friend followed them and she was like lmao she sent it to me and i'm like bro i can't see it because i don't follow them and then she screen recorded it and i was like fuck and apparently drake's friend Yo. his best friend <laughs> commented that they were banned from the house <laughs> and my thing is like Imagine i said chubb's gonna ban you from town hall eh like i said most Rough. girls in Toronto have been to Drake's house. Actually, let me say, let me, not let me say most girls, because a lot of girls like, I've never been. Some girls, a majority of girls that I know. Actually, I don't know, whatever. Point is, I know girls who have been to Drake's house. Definitely been talking to some shorties and then seen like a OVO, like the bathroom owl? mat, you know, or oh, something like that. I don't know, but oh. he, I've never seen the OVO bathroom mat in his house. I've used the bathroom I've in his house. I've never toilet. seen it. Oh, well, he has, like, paintings and stuff, like, really nice paint. He has, like, jerseys and stuff. I, I, I've seen people post the... He has a toilet that, when it opens, it plays Tupac. I've never had... I've never been to that bathroom. Okay, let me... I don't know. know. Like I said, the house is fucking massive. I've probably only seen, like, one-eighth of the entire house, to be very honest with you. But one thing I will say, when you're in... When you're with an artist or in an artist's house, and the artist is as big as Drake, right? Why... I'm not saying why would you record because I definitely have like videos but they've stayed in my camera roll like I have videos from his house from like 2019 yeah I've never fucking posted them and I never will fucking post them because one no no the only is gonna ban me what about the Drake party the Drake oh but that wasn't at his house though yeah that's true yeah that was at a yeah that was at some like restaurant i'm not gonna say the name but it was at it was at a venue it was at a venue in toronto but yeah so that i was like i didn't care to record that and also like you know what i mean whatever and it was more of me recording my friends like i recorded like drake announcing his album whatever whatever but like in his house house, like i because then you just look like it looks tingish to me like it it just looks like on paper you're in the man's house yeah i just feel like i look like a ting you know what i mean like i'm just like like i give your phone i will like even like the video i have from like 2019 i was at like his house it was like it was like super subtle, just like me and like my friend taking a shot. 
But even I was like, bro, I'm not posting this. Like, you can tell we're at, like, his yeah, house. You know what I mean? It's just, like, it just felt weird. But, like I said, a lot of girls who I know who have been on the, air quotations, the embassy premises, they definitely have videos there. I feel like 90% of the girls who have been in his house have either a photo, a video of what a room looks like or I whatever. Definitely. Myself, if I ever went. Yeah. yeah, I thought like people definitely have it. But would those girls post it? Like, come on. You're brave. You're brave to keep it Post up it on those. TikTok out of all pl- where fucking videos blow up in three seconds. It's Literally three crazy. seconds. Like, you're, when your TikTok goes viral, like, when ours go, I know. Like, you refresh it and you go from, like, three go, views to, like, 3,000. You're like, all right, this is going to blow up. I go shower. It's at 3,000. Come back. It's 10K. There you go. So, like, t- like when, it, when one thing about TikTok, their algorithm is fucking insane. Once they know, I don't know who's running it. I don't know what kind of system they have or if it's someone literally sitting. Hey, the Canadians. <laughs> Whoever's running it, bro, there's no yeah. creator fun. Anyways. But it's like, I don't know. Who's running it? I don't know if there's actually people sitting behind desks like, okay, let's make this go out. Let's push this one. Let's push this. Whoever's doing it does an amazing job because they yep. know exactly what's going to hit. And obviously, they know exactly whose pages to put it on, where they're going to like it or follow the Because like I said, our podcast literally trajectory or grew the trajectory, sorry, of our podcast was so crazy was because of TikTok and just the algorithm and just the hitting you be the right now? people. Since, since like we've been posting more on TikTok, have do you have like your own algorithm on your personal account? No, I don't. Honestly, I don't use TikTok outside of our like yeah, podcast yeah. account. I but, don't. Yeah. So since we've been doing it, I've been really like just have my I've developed my own algorithm, and it okay. really is crazy like that because I engage with so much content that is similar to us, and yeah. there's just like these people with rants about you know things about colorism or misogyny and everything. Like it, yo. Yeah. <laughs> it's real, man. Yeah. And the comment section is always, you can post a video response in the comments, you know? I think that's what like, yeah. makes these dialogues and these threads crazy. Because, like, people tell these story times and part one and two is in the comments yeah, and yeah. everything. It, the, I, I, I agree that the way that the algorithm is built in the platform gets you the, you know, puts the things that you want to see in front of you. And it's, that's great. It's amazing. It's crazy. And like I said, it helps content creators like us. Like, we're obviously getting in front of the right people. We're obviously getting positive feedback. So it's obviously pushing our videos to people who want to see what the fuck we're talking about or agree with the things we're talking about. You know, it might end up on a random ignorant person's page, whatever, whatever. But it's funny that, like, the positive outweighs the negative so much. But think about that, too, though. If you're an ignorant person who always engages with things you disagree oh, with. It's going to keep coming up. And you can go and look at certain creators on TikTok. Go look at like they'll they'll put like a almost like a thumbnail like text you know sub tag on mm-hmm. their on their on their page, and it's you can get a very easy you know like what they're talking about. Every yeah. single quote says something about women or relationships, mm. or it's like why don't women do this? Why every single one of their videos starts like that? You know, so yeah. it's like I I, I always found that you know, we're talking about cloud chasing and everything. The way that people will engage with things that make them upset or that trigger them is is very interesting. Yeah. And over on TikTok, it's rampant. It's crazy. Yeah, it's weird because I used to see like a lot of stuff. I don't know if it's because our content's similar, but I see I used to see a lot of like like car. Or, What's it called? Like videos and like content about like like dia- dias- diaspora. I always pronounced it. Yeah, is too. it diaspora? Dias- diaspora. This podcast has made me very unsure of. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, I don't know if it's diaspora, diaspora, whatever. You guys know what the fuck I'm talking about. But anyways, I got a lot of videos about that. Yep. And too. the one that I saw like fairly recently was it. I don't know if it's another podcast or another show or YouTube channel, whatever. But they recently had like White Yardy. You know who White Yardy is? I I only found out about him. 
when okay. this video popped. Whatever. So he's like a like a personality comedian. He's white Jamaican, right? It's funny that me being of Jamaican descent, right? Mm-hmm. Like both my mom's Jamaican, my father was Jamaican. Well, my father was born in England, but Jamaican, whatever. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, it's fu- <laughs> stop it. Anyways, I'm gonna cut that. It's funny. <laughs> No, nah, I'll leave it. You I, can leave I, I it. I'll leave it. I'll leave it. I hold that. Yeah. Um, it was funny because a lot of people don't know that, like, the word Jamaica means of many one people, right? My grandmother, my grandparents taught me that from, like, young. And they were very, very um, adamant about us knowing that Jamaicans are not only black. If you ask a Jamaican what they are, they're going to say Jamaican. My father, or my, not my father, my grandfather is not identified as black man. If you ask my grandfather what he is, he says he's Jamaican. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, but you're black. He's like, I'm Jamaican. Yeah, I'm like, but you're yeah. black, though. He's like, I'm Jamaican. I'm not black. I'm like, but that's your race. He's like, mm-mm, Jamaican. So I know Jamaicans like this. There's thing. a lot of Jamaicans like that. Yeah. A lot of Jamaicans, especially in my family, are like that. So, but they also, my grandparents also have like a lot. Jamaica means of many one people, which means that there are a lot of different races, races, races of people who live in Jamaica. People, we are in 2021. We are damn near in our mid-20s, late-20s, early-30s, okay? People are still fucking up ethnicity, race, and nationality. The three major things, the three major things that people identify as culturally, socially, and racially. Three, people be fucking them up. All the time. And to me, it is nuts because it is literally a simple concept. Let's take Zoe, for example. Okay? Zoe. Hey, Zoe. Born in Canada. Ah. 25 years old. Ah. I, my nationality is what? Canadian. Why? Because I was born in Canada. So nationality is where you were born. What country you were born in. What country you are a citizen of. Right? Yes. That's my nationality. What about My race. Is black. Nigga, I am black. Black, black, black. That is my race. Race is also white. It is also Asian. That is your race. Mm. Fuck. Ethnicity. Ethnicity is the or the cultural group that you identify with. The people. The people. The cultural group that I identify with is Jamaican. My ethnicity is Jamaican. That is simple. Why is my ethnicity Jamaican? Because my family was born in Jamaica. My heritage is embedded in Jamaica. My ancestors technically came from Africa, but were in or no, we're fled to Jamaica. Years yeah, whatever. Ahead of that. Point. Yeah, my point being, as far back as I can go, my family was in Jamaica. That is my ethnicity. I grew up in a very Jamaican household. I practice Jamaican culture. I do Jamaican things. The first place I've ever been to was Jamaica. I eat Jamaican food. I listen to reggae, dance hall, anything. That is just my ethnicity, right? Yep. White yardy. <laughs> White Yachty. Almost sounds like That man is white. Yes. His nationality is Jamaican. Why? Because he was born in Jamaica. Oh, my God. 
his ethnicity is also Jamaican. Why? Because he was born in Jamaica and that's who he was raised around. I don't consider my ethnicity to be Canadian because I don't have much Canadian culture in me. I was raised by immigrants because they came from Jamaica. So my ethnicity is Jamaican. Some people have Canadian ethnicity, maybe, I guess. Mm-hmm. I guess we've got the Canadian culture, whatever. There's people that go to Cactus Club. Oh, God. <laughs> Anyways, point is, that's the three things, right? So I guess when White Yachty was on this, whatever, podcast or YouTube, whatever it was, the video. I don't know what it was. They what were like, weird they were like? sort of grilling him to the point where like, oh, like, do you, why do you identify as Jamaican? You know what I mean? Like, so do you think it's right that you identify as Jamaican? When did you decide to identify as Jamaican? Yeah, maybe What the fuck? That. Yeah. How are you going to ask someone who was literally born and raised? Well, sorry, correction. His nationality was not yeah, he Jamaican. Was, he, he was, was born, born somewhere else. Yeah, I don't remember a where exactly. Or two later, was yeah. brought back to Jamaica, right? But a lot of people do that. They 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 have their kids in like I knew people who have their kids in Canada, but they take them back to wherever country that they're from. Like my dad was born in England, right? But his family was in Jamaica, and they all eventually came over. But a lot of More people do that. Yeah, a lot of people yeah. do that. Yep. So either way, he was born in whatever country, I really forgot what country it was, but it wasn't Jamaica. Then he was brought back to Jamaica as a baby and was raised there ever since. So his nationality is whatever country he was born in. I literally forget. Maybe it was the USA. I don't really know. He was born in that country, but his ethnicity is Jamaican because that's where he was raised. He literally has a Jamaican accent. He all only knows Jamaican culture and He's only lived in Jamaica or that I know of in like his childhood. So it's like, how are you going to ask? Because this man's white. How are you going to question him about his ethnicity if he's literally lived in Jamaica for most of his entire developing years? It's some very fake woke shit, you know? But that's whole like thing. When it comes to like the... They think they're eating, you know? Yeah. They think they're they're coming up with some sort of nuanced And when it comes to the diaspora... They're trying too hard, you know? The diaspora, whatever. The diaspora, diaspora warriors... It's like, you guys are needing, some of you guys are not even making sense. Yeah, facts. Like, you're not even making sense. It, it does not make sense. At least educate yourself, like, educate yourself on the different countries that black people are a part of. Jamaica is a country where there are a lot, yes, majority of people are black in Jamaica, but there are a lot of non-black people in Jamaica. My great aunt is literally Chinese. Chinese Jamaican. Yeah. Chinese. You see her, she looks like an Asian woman. My uncle's wife. She's literally Chinese. She is Jamaican though. Yeah, that's her ethnicity. So if anyone would ever look at her and be like, when do you identify as Jamaican? You know. What? That's why it's weird too, because it's like if you hear white yardy talk, even for just like a minute or two, like, doesn't that verify it right there? Like, doesn't he really because you ever seen someone culture a white person culturally appropriate Jamaican culture? Like they don't, they don't, they they can't pull it off as well as White Yardy. It's you know? nuts, but but exactly. But the thing is, White Yardy, he's they wouldn't he, sound like I don't want to say pull it off like White. Yeah, because he's not even pulling it off. Look That's like literally that. yeah. what he is. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's um, weird. It, it's interesting because like. Uh, I don't know. This is something I'm familiar with. I'm Trini, right? Yeah. And Trinidad, there's a lot of, like, it's almost, like, half, like, mm-hmm. uh, East Indian-looking people. 
You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Um, like there are people that look black that look, you know, mm-hmm. uh, African or whatever, African American, like you yeah. know, like black people, whatever you think. And then there's African American, just black. Yeah, sorry, not African. Like, <laughs> uh, African. I'm not even. Gonna You're gonna sound like those. Go no, ahead. I don't. I don't want to go. There. <laughs> I <laughs> go really ahead. Don't want to go there. But um. Yeah, like I, I, I saw a TikTok about this, about an Indian looking woman and she's Trini and just like, what? How can you be from Trinidad? That's not, doesn't that mean you're black? And it's like, nah, it can Mm-mm. be Indian from yeah. race and ethnicity beating y'all ass. Race, ethnicity, race, ethnicity and nationality be beating people's asses. Like I said. The way that diaspora, race diaspora is be your visitor. Yes, literally. Yeah, diaspora. I don't know. Someone can correct me at whatever the fuck I'm saying. Someone let us know, know please. <laughs> but I said, race is what you visibly identify as. It's visible. You can tell when someone's white. You can tell when someone's black, Asian. It's those physical characteristics that identify race, right? It's a social group, social construct. Nationality is literally the country that you were born or a citizen of. You can have multiple nationalities. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I could get my British nationality because my dad was born there, yeah. which I yeah, probably yeah, have yeah. to do. But I can be nationality born in Canada, but I'm also a citizen of the UK, right? And then ethnicity is literally the group that you identify with culturally, that you were raised in culturally. You do practice cultural practices with that ethnic group. And then, you, I don't know, the deeper, like, like iceberg part of this like whole conversation then is phenotypes right yeah you know are you familiar like with phenotypes sort of it's, like it's kind of like race it's like what you like look like they say that um being white whiteness yeah. is not a race it's a phenotype if you look white because you're white doesn't matter where your parents are from or anything like that mm. that is something i'm repeating something this is something i've heard <laughs> yeah. i don't i don't want people to, that's not exactly this is something i learned recently Okay. Um, about whiteness being a phenotype and not actually a race. Interesting. I have to Google that more. I need me, me too, but I think it's relevant to what we're talking about. I'm not kind of putting my foot down on what I think about that. Anybody listening It's just yeah. um, something that like when we talk about diaspora, diaspora, and <laughs> we got to figure it out for next episode. <laughs> we can't keep doing this. Yeah. But um, it's, it's very interesting. Well, it says the term phenotype refers to the observable, observable physical properties of an organism these include the organism's appearance, development, and behavior. And they hmm. say because white people, you know, you can be Irish or all these different things. You know, whiteness is not right. a race. But what? This is like the, like the recognizable traits. Yeah. This is what they, like, this is kind of the, the narrative. I need to, someone needs to explain that to me better. Yeah. But I don't really. So they're saying that. So phenotype phenotype isn't a race. I guess it kind of reduces, like you know how it said organism. It doesn't it doesn't really apply to just people. It's like anything, mm, you know, the physical attributes, right? And they, I, you know, if you really break down like whiteness and stuff like that, they say people originally weren't like white. The reason that people are white and lack melanin is because they migrated further from the equator. Right. These are things I've heard. Like, I'm literally hmm. repeating things that yeah, I haven't yeah, researched yeah. well enough at this point, so I don't want to go too much farther with that. Hmm. But, um, yeah. Interesting. The re- like they, The way I've seen that explained to me is that white people aren't supposed to exist. <laughs> Interesting. The reason they exist is because of migrating further from the, and having a hegemony in society, so... 
That's a very interesting But we argument. should research more of this before we kind of solidify a, an opinion about it. Yeah. I think, yeah, these, like I said. Interesting, though, right? Very interesting. But these, these diaspora, diaspora, these, these, yeah, diaspora wars or whatever, they need to stop because it's getting, we're, people, black people are starting to sound uneducated and they're, it's not making yeah, sense. Like it's not making sense. And I, I just don't understand how they had that man on that platform and decided to ask him when he decided to identify as Jamaican. That is nuts to me. It's that, like they didn't even really do their homework or even, like, know about him. It's, it was, it's like they're trying to, like, catch him. Like, he's, they're trying to, like, Rachel Dolezal him. Yeah, they're trying to this you him. Yeah. Like, but and it, it's like, no, that's not how this is going to work in this one. You could tell they got together and was kind of like, okay, we're going to try and press him this way, and he'll get the fence. And he never did. Like, you know, everything yeah. they tried to do did He did work. hold it together very like, well. I, I really commend them for that because that looked – that made me so upset, like, hearing them talk down to him like that and the fact that he – Yeah. It's weird. Not like I said, when it comes to like Caribbean culture and African culture, like African American culture, which is also very different, mm-hmm. um, it's just weird. Like I said, it's it's the diaspora wars of like black people separated from Africa, and you have Caribbeans and African Americans and all this stuff, and the wars about who's right and what culture means and this, this, and that. It's just weird. And even like someone said, um, I, people are jealous of African Americans and African American oh, culture and all that stuff. Yeah, and I wish like, you told me we were gonna do this. I mean, I don't want to really get into it. One thing I will I'd say: like to have another con- like, yeah, I, I definitely, completely, wholeheartedly, a hundred percent recognize and know that African Americans have their own culture. It's not even a question. And that, I'm friends with so many African Americans that they definitely have their own culture, and that people appropriate it too. A hundred percent, people appropriate it. But we'll run with it too, like. It, Canadians, you know, yeah. there's a lot of things that American black people do. That's that we what I'm run saying. With. But with us, it's like Canadians, black Canadians don't really have a culture. Like I mentioned, when I say ethnicity, I identify as Jamaican, right? Because as a black Canadian, I don't really have culture in Canada. There's no black Canadian culture. Most black Canadians are immigrants. There's a few maybe out yes. in Nova Scotia who are considered like indigenous, but most black Canadians are immigrants. So when it comes to African-Americans, African-Americans have been in America since slavery, right? Literally some, uh, most African-Americans, all they know is America. So of course you have your own culture, African-American culture, because you, Americans literally, or sorry, black Americans literally built America. Yeah. Like you were brought to America and built it. And cultivated an amazing culture. Right. Um, It's just... I, I, you know, when these conversations happen, I, I feel like it's, that but you, yeah, and they can't. Sorry to cut you off. Yeah, yeah, go they ahead. They can't look at us and be like, "Y'all are mad because y'all don't have black culture." It's like, well, that's bitch. what bothers me is that, they, yeah, it's rhetoric that sounds like a white American, you know? Yeah, a it, little it bit. Like, like, because at that point too, and this is why I don't want to get too deep in this, but it's like, as an African American person who was disenfranchised, you know, and you're in this country and you don't know where you're from and stuff like that. Why? I, I, I struggle with understanding the pride in, in being American, like patriotism, you know, like like Americans are proud to be American. Like this country was so bad to you guys. Like, yeah. how? Why are you? Why but are you defending against other black people from other countries and like getting into that argument when it's like, yeah, you you have this culture that's amazing that other people, but that isn't also to say that we're not included. Yeah, that a Jamaican person, a Jamaican man, isn't mostly responsible for inventing hip hop. DJ Cool Herc, who was mm. a Jamaican man from New York, 
Um, th- that isn't to say that the first NBA game wasn't played on College Street. Yeah. Know, or something like that. Or invent the game of basketball invented it by a Canadian. Literally invented by a Canadian. Um, so then when we hear that rhetoric of like you're jealous and everything. Yeah, it rubs us the wrong way. Yeah. You know? I mean, do I really like American culture? 100%. I think American culture is dope. But it's like to say that like, you know, like all you guys or other non-black Americans do is like try to copy American or black American culture. You guys don't have your own culture. It's like, well, to be honest, being in Canada, everything that's given to us is American. Like American media is what we usually take in. American musicians, American TV. And Honestly, black American culture is the dominant culture in America, like straight up black America. Like I said, black American culture, African American culture is like the dominant culture and it's dominant culture means that it is used in media all most in North America, especially in Canada. A lot of the media information, a lot of the media art that we get is black American and art. So to their credit too, I could see how that would make you feel a way too, right? Yeah. As a black American, like you see yourself everywhere, but yet your country was so shitty to you. Yeah. You know, like that. Like literally like the system. Yeah. Well, technically the system wasn't built against you because the system was never, I saw someone say, you can't say the system was built or you can't say the system is used against you because it's never built for you. Like, the system in America against black people, you can't say it. it's a, it's against the system. The system was never built for black Americans. Still, still isn't, really. To this day. To this day. So you can't even say this is what happens when the, when the system fails you. The system was never for you. It was never built for you, unfortunately. And that's how it is. But That's why it's like, why defend that system against be, us? But I understand it's it's their culture, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can't use it as well, all you guys all you guys do is copy it and all you guys want to be us and you guys don't have your own culture. Well, I mean, technically, outside of me being Jamaican, all I really know is like a lot of African American or American culture because we get so much American media. So much American media. You think anyone watches fucking CFL? <laughs> we watch NFL, we watch NBA. We watch American award shows. We listen to a lot of artists, American artists, even despite the whole law in Canada that a certain percentage of like um, artists need to be Canadian to be played on radios. Yeah, that is a lot. Despite that. It's still dominated by American artists. It's still dominated by American artists. So it's like, of course, we're going to start to reflect or like absorb some of that culture because it's literally everything that's available to us and there's evidence of us like, absorbing that culture yeah it's hard to imagine pop culture and pop music in general without justin bieber the weekend and drake in the last 10 years yeah and pop culture is can be considered american culture yeah yeah that's true that's why it's it a can lot be, of pop culture is black american culture that's why this conversation really is a gray area you know? yeah but i just feel like you you can't really use that against non-black americans i I I think it's logical, but it it, it doesn't seem constructive. It, it's not constructive. Yeah, like where are we gonna get from that point and that sediment? And you constantly saying that, you know? Y'all so mad y'all don't have a culture. It's like what? I mean, I do, but it's not connected yeah. to my nationality. I can't say that I have Canadian culture, yeah. but to say that I don't have culture. Yeah, it's kind of fucked true. up. Yeah, but I mean, like I said, it's the the diaspora, diaspora. Someone correct. Someone correct. <laughs> Literally someone correct us Because I'm tired of saying both I yeah, imagine yeah. both are wrong I don't fucking know I we literally don't fucking know a racial identities professor To come in here And let us know the real professor A racial identity Racial identities Like a sociology African American study What is it called When you study 
black history in school? I think it's African African American studies. I think it's Af- African or studies. African studies. Because I know there was African studies. I oh, took sorry. a class called African American Studies that was specifically about you know Americans. Um, yeah. Like black Americans. Uh, you know their the whole history of that. Many. Yeah, I know there was African studies um, when I was in university. So I think yeah. Was it taught by a white person? No, it was a black woman. My African American studies class was taught by a white woman. How'd you feel about that? Um, Did it make sense? Was she a good prof? I thought she. I like. I. I remember. It almost felt like I was vetting that class. I was so like into it. Like it was like very about like. Finally, I get. I'm paying all this money for education, and I get to actually learn about black people while I'm in school. You know. Yeah. And I was very engaged with the class, and yeah. I had a lot of questions, a lot of things that I wanted to. And this teacher was pretty cool. Yeah. Very knowledgeable. Um, and didn't seem to center herself. Um, mm-hmm. and make it about herself or whiteness or anything like that, or try and you know. She didn't seem like she was auditioning for a cookout, uh, yeah. you know, yeah. invitation. Mm-hmm. Um, but even so I liked like, it. Yeah. yeah but it like, is weird. You know, I be- feel like it would be weird. And like, even like I meant, I'm pretty sure I mentioned this before um, in episodes on the podcast. Fuck, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh my God. You were talking about um, professors, white professors, professors teaching about African American studies, African studies. Lost uh, it. Oh, suck. I have no remember. Fuck. It'll come back to me. That rosé. I know. The rosé's hitting. I just... I did... No. That's that's very common, though. Afri- like, white people teaching African studies classes. Yeah. Oh, what I was going to say was, yes, even when it comes to, like, teaching and, like, history of black people, I think I've mentioned this before in previous episodes, even when we learn about black history, it's always American black history. We rarely learn about Canadian black history. A lot of the major figures that we learn about in school is... Like, black American historical, like Martin Luther King. Bro. You know like what I mean? In Canada. Harriet Tubman, Rosa Parks. February, all February was, was watching Hotel Rwanda, and you write a paper about it. I haven't watched, I didn't watch Hotel Rwanda until grade 10 or 11. I just remember for four years of high and school. And I watched in World Issues. Every February, that was like. Really? The they made deepest, you. Just, that was the Hotel Rwanda's not even, that's genocide. It's not even to like them, that black was, history. That was the. I mean, it's in, black history, but it's not really like not from like slavery. That's literally African genocide. What, what Rwanda was. Hotel I, Rwanda. I, I know. But like it was the only thing they ever touched on in uh, high school for me. Like that's why, that's that's really why I really wanted to learn more. It's like, man, this is you only learn about. Well, that's not American history. But the only history I learned about was African Genocide, yeah, not even like African genocide. So when they do teach you, it's about how you guys hated yourselves, you know. Like it doesn't give like an accurate perspective, you know. All I hear about is how there was a conflict between other black people, other Africans. Yeah, well, I wouldn't necessarily say hated themselves, but it not hated themselves, but it was like a you don't learn about colonization, huge issue that technically it was done by white people, the genocide, but you know. That's what I'm saying. It's like they don't say any of that. It's all about, oh, you see how nasty you guys... That's how it felt, White people inflicted it, I should say. Mm-hmm. Definitely um, inflicted it. But that's fucked up that they used Hotel Rwanda as a... I remember it being a staple. It's like, all right, February. Hotel Rwanda? We're going to talk. We're going to have an assignment based Not even like an MLK documentary or like a... Sometimes it wasn't even Hotel Rwanda. It was just that conflict, the Rwandan genocide. Like that was the only thing they ever talked about as far as black history. Um, That's when so I, when I was in high school, I went to York Catholic high school and halting Catholic, uh, yeah. th- those school boards. So whoever's dictating what those curriculums are for history and black people and everything just thought that 
that conflict was enough and you know covered the whole basis. That is Which so fucking yes, weird. Nasty. That's really weird. It's not not cool. Yeah, but I mean, regardless, even to go off my point, a lot of Black history we learn is African American Black history. So, like I said, it's just it's constant. Like I said, we we're like sponges absorbing Black American culture from when we're, what we're taught in school to the music that we listen to, the TV that we watch, the movies that we see. Oh. You know what I mean? So it's like unfortunate, not unfortunately, but I mean. We just kind of click onto it. It's not really. I don't think we really appropriate too, it. Right? Like, I mean, maybe some people do. We, I'm we not sp- going to tell people how to feel. We spoke about it a little bit, but Dave Chappelle was here, and he there was a video of him giving this speech in Drake's crib, right? Yeah. And he was speaking about Canada. He was. I think he said something <laughs> along the lines. He was like, "I'm at a nigga's crib in Canada." Yeah. And just the way you now Dave Chappelle is like deep and yeah, philosophical, yeah. and he's like, "This was the last. This was the finish line, you know, for slavery and every because the Underground Railroad and right, all these right. Things. I mean, so it's yeah. like there is history. Yeah, there's things we should know about. There's definitely stuff that we should know. About. Like I mentioned before, that I isn't think, mandated for our educational curriculum. Yeah, know? but it's just um, yeah, it's just yeah, I've never really learned about uh, most like influential Black Canadians other than like. The Viola, I forgot her name. Viola her... Davis. No, Viola Davis is the fucking actress. Viola Davis fucking... is the actress. What? Oh my god. Viola Desmond. Viola Desmond. See, yes. I know. See, I, I still know who Viola it is. Viola Desmond. She was on her. She's I, now. So she was on like the ten dollar bill, but she was a Canadian rights activist. But like I said, we didn't. We never, I don't remember ever learning about Viola Desmond in school. I learned about her after when they started talking about putting out the ten dollar bill, and then I had to like do my own research. I don't remember ever learning about Viola Desmond. I mean. Uh, Really? No. Everything I learned about was like Harriet Tubman, Rosa Parks, Martin Luther King, you know, Malcolm X. I remember, um, you know what, Kay, I'm talking all this shit about not learning certain things in, in high school and stuff. Not that this was part of class or anything, but I remember an assembly during February uh, when I was in grade 9 or 10, and they had a, like a play, like a, like a skit of Viola Desmond of... Mm. She, they called her Canada's Rosa Parks because yeah. she went to a movie theater, I believe it was, and sat in the whites. I think so, yeah, something and like that. Yeah, that that was um, her her plight, and I remember them doing. And a she's whole, from Nova Scotia. Oh my yes. god, we have the same birthday. Wow, she had cancer too. Okay, girl. Well, she was a cancer. She yeah. died. R.I.P. R.I.P. But uh, <laughs> why are you laughing? Because <laughs> you said why she you is. Laughing? You said she is, and I said she died. You started laughing after you said she died. Because, like, it's like <laughs> I didn't mean it. Like, I just said, like... I know, I'm, play, I'm, I'm being a dick. <laughs> like, fuck off. Shout out to Viola Desmond. I, I briefly think... R.I.P. Yeah, I mean, we're you both You keep saying it like she's here. <laughs> R.I.P. Viola. Thank Desmond. you. We but didn't yeah. handle that properly. Not all. That was absolutely terrible, but people know what we meant. But anyways... Yeah. It's just... Uh, it's just crazy. It is crazy. The wars. Everything that's been going on the last two weeks. The wars, Not Twitter finished. spaces, yeah. diaspora, diaspora, all of it. Baby mama drama. Me pissing off baby mama's comment sections going Comment crazy. sections. Me being off time with my bombs. Yeah. We're, we'll work on that, though. Hey, we got it. We got it. I think, Thank you yeah. for the, you know. I was Thank a little, you for the constructive was criticism. a little sensitive at first, but, you know, I need to hear these things. <laughs> Very sensitive, but I just, yeah, I mean, like, we'll continue to get, I mean, as when we grow, we'll continue to get more comments, and people are going to continue to whether agree with us or disagree with us on things that we say, but that's just going to come with 
um, having a bigger audience, right? And speaking your truth, you know? Yeah. I, I kind of said, you know, the last podcast, you know, you really, like, speak your truth on this thing. And yeah. it's, you know, it's why, it's why it is a thing. And it's why people enjoy hearing you talk. Because it's, it's unfiltered, it's raw, it's authentic. And people can get that yeah. from you. And I think... You don't need the validation, I know. Yeah, and it's just, um, yeah, just don't ever tell me to smell if you see me. Don't do that. If you see me, do not tell me to smile. Smile, sweetheart. Don't fucking do that. Yeah. It's just like, it, yeah, it's that sense of entitlement. And I want, because black women are my, my focus on this podcast. Mm-hmm. I want black women to really understand that when it comes to these men who think that we should be washing their feet, and apparently that's something that white women do, and I don't think that's true, but... That just comes with ignorance. My mom's never washed niggas' feet. I would hope not. Because your mom, she's like a really nice lady. Aww. And I really hope she does not wash <laughs> any man's feet. Nigga or non-nigga. Do not that's so weird. It. White women wash niggas' feet? Yeah. Like, I, that comment, I was like, what the fuck? I what never saw fuck? that. I, I yes. He, I, he might basically literally said he was like, a white woman would wash my feet. But black women always want to fight or argue or put up a stink or whatever. And I'm just like, What? That's weird because isn't there like a rhetoric that like Latina women are so fiery and crackery and crackery, are so firecrackery and I got it. <laughs> we know, we know, we know. Yeah. Anyway, like, like, they're so fiery and they, they love when Latina women get mad and speak in Spanish and they're so sexy. But like when a black woman cusses, it's like what? Oh, I don't want to fucking deal with her because she's mad all the time. But when a Latina does it, it's like ah, she's so fine because she does it in Spanish. Yeah, yeah. That's like if I cuss you in Pato, am I fine now? Probably yeah. not, because it probably sounds too aggressive. I mean, it depends who you are, but... Oh, Jesus Christ. Don't threaten me with a good time. Ew! Anyway. <laughs> don't do it. I thought you were going to do the bomb. I didn't! I didn't! <laughs> <laughs> it's I'm going to be on, like, bomb patrol now. Like, don't fucking do the bomb. I said we might need to get uh, guests their own sound effect buttons and stuff. I no, think you may need your own. You no. to be on bomb patrol. I might. Maybe, I should start. maybe next episode I'll be on bomb patrol. I think next episode might be our last episode of this season. Oh, yeah? I think oh, because, yeah? yeah, that will bring us to December 8th, unless we go to the 22nd, which is really close to Christmas. That is. We'll see. Well, yeah, we will see. We'll you'll, let, you'll know the next episode. Exactly. But that's all I had to say today. I think I got most things off my chest. People don't come for me if uh, you're mad about my baby, com- my baby mama comments. Don't tell her to smile. And don't tell me to smile. And black women, stay beautiful. And black men, y'all stay beautiful as well. The ignorant ones, Fix fuck up. off. Fix up. And we'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. And we'll see you guys in two weeks. Keep following us. Keep subscribing. Keep following our TikTok and making our videos go viral. And Keep cussing out all the ignorant dudes in the yeah. comment section. You know what? Yeah. You know what? Stop. I know I said I'm going to be on, like, I'm going to stop being on defense mode. I realized that maybe I'm not going to do that because I'm going to be on defense mode when I feel disrespected. So, with that being said, if you are a black woman and you feel disrespected, you're allowed to be on defense mode. Facts. I like that. And I don't think that we should try to make ourselves be more submissive or I feel like we shouldn't have to make ourselves be more um, delicate. I feel like we are delicate in our own way and we are beautiful in our own way. And with our defensiveness comes strength. 
right? And comes gotcha. resilience and then comes with being relentless. <laughs> and that is what I want so every black woman to recognize. Yeah. So now when these niggas are like, oh, she's too, or too, uh, too opinionated, blah, blah, blah. Keep being fucking opinionated. Yeah. Yeah. And like girls were saying, it's not about us being intimidating. They are just intimidated. Mm. I know that's right. Mm-hmm. So now that I think about it, no. I'm going to keep doing exactly what I'm doing. And black women do not need to take accountability for you feeling like we're unapproachable. That's not how this works. That's not something to be accountable for. Because we're not unapproachable. But you think that we are. Why do I have to be accountable for something that you think or you're projecting onto me? Weak ass niggas. That's weird. Mm. I shouldn't be accountable because I'm approachable as fuck. If you're respectable, I'm super approachable. I'll talk to almost anybody. I'll talk to an ugly nigga if I want to. I won't go home with you, but I'll talk to you in the club. Throw you a little how are you? Having fun tonight? Ha ha. Kiki. I'll do it. I'm not Ray a bitch. Tate. Ray Tay Tay. All that shit. I'm not a bitch. I will entertain you. I'll fancy you if you're respectable and a nice gentleman. Mm. But Moral of the story. do not project me being unapproachable because you are intimidated by my presence. That's not how this is going to work. I'm not going to take accountability for me not being something. Mm-hmm. And I that's that on that. That part. <laughs> and that's how we're going to end it. Like Zoe, mama, I go relentless. What up, Zoe? Relentless. What up, Zoe? How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues 
your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 